Well, good day, you bloody bunch of dingoes, drongos, sheeders, guacas, illywackers, galas and schooners. Welcome to episode 18 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. My name is MC Chris Arnold, bound to the rebound to the rebound. This is my final Aussie podcast, and I gotta say, what a fun country Australia is. But I always knew that, what with the fact that it's responsible for neighbours and home and away. Before we dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to say apologies to Donald Trump for not being able to perform at his inauguration. I know he had high hopes of walking on stage to my rendition of Bumbastic by Shaggy. But alas, he wasn't able to provide my desired rider, and I simply had to turn him down. Any other bookers out there, let this be a warning to you all. If you're not willing to provide 5 gallons of albino yak milk, 34 packs of opal fruits and a gram of truffle dust, then don't bother calling. Anyway, in this episode, I visit the two biggest cities in the land down under. Melbourne and Sydney. Neither of which is the nation's capital. But which city is the nation's capital? Find out after the podcast intro music. It's Canberra. So, we arrived in Melbourne a few days before New Year's Eve and immediately the place struck me as a better Manchester. Yes, the tall buildings, the trams, the drinking culture. This is the Manchester of Australia, I exclaimed at the top of my voice. Sometimes it's nice to prostrate your thoughts onto a nearby stranger, but not always. And just like the Manchester I know and love, they even had a beatboxer working his magic on a street corner here. Except, of course, with the Aussie twist of added didgeridoo. In Melbourne, we met up with our friends Orla and Stu, who were there on their Christmas holidays. We went off for a game of lawn bowls. Apparently in Australia, lawn bowls isn't just reserved for the elderly and the retired. All the kids are at it. Felt quite strange to be sipping on a pint of ale whilst partaking in a game of bowls, but somehow it felt right. But then again, attach sipping on a pint to any activity and it can feel right. Kayaking and sipping on a pint. Driving down the M1 and sipping on a pint. Performing heart surgery and sipping on a pint. See what I mean? New Year's Eve was enjoyed on the beach cliffs of Williamstown looking over the city fireworks. As the clock struck midnight, I thought to myself, New Year, new me. No more substandard travel podcast. Alas, I think I broke that promise with episode 15 and have continued to break it every podcast since. Still, at least they're only six minutes long, eh? On New Year's Day, I'd been booked for a DJ set down at Bar Open, located in the Fitzroy district of Melbourne. I hadn't DJed at all since leaving the UK four months prior, and I was worried that I'd be a bit rusty. A few pre-gig pints calmed my nerves. So did the during gig and post-gig pints. In fact, if anything, my nerves were over-calmed. But nobody vomited in disgust at what I was playing, so I'm calling it a great success. After Melbourne, we spent a couple of days up in Kangaroo Flat near Bendigo with our friends Chaz, Lorraine, Sam and Chris. Being a few hours drive into the bush, the climate and land was noticeably more arid and scorched than the breezy coastal Melbourne. In fact, it would get so dry in the Australian bush that the trees would stop growing, thus rendering the old trick of counting a tree's rings to determine its age fruitless. Chaz and the family were fantastic hosts, and it was great to see inland Australia for the first time. I was particularly enchanted with the wildlife. We spotted loads of wild kangaroos, a couple of echidnas, a rogue wallaby, and a dozen flaming kalars. But thankfully, no bloody dingoes! They also had a piano in their living room. Being a fine ivory tinkler myself, I thought I'd have a quick go. Oh yeah, still got it. We ended our Australia trip in the magnificent city of Sydney, which I can't tell you too much about, as the majority of our time was spent sipping on pints and catching up with pals. Shout outs to Foxy, Grace and Emma, the Gorgon family, and the Facer family for showing us a grand old time. 
By Foxy, I don't mean Dr. Fox, by the way. I stopped hanging out with him after the accusations went public. I mean my friend Tim Fox, who I haven't seen in exactly 10 years when he emigrated to the land down under. Land down under. In fact, 10 years ago, we tried to be bad boys, bad boys. and thought we'd go egging. After waiting around on a quiet street for three hours, we managed to egg one car. Unfortunately, that car turned out to belong to Sam, our friend who was picking us up. Sam drove off rapidly and refused to answer his phone. Being 15 miles away from home, we left Sam pleading answer phone messages, begging him to pick us up. He did eventually, but we learned that night that we'll never be bad boys. Bad boys. Fast forward 10 years and Tim lives in the trendy Enmore area. All you need to know about Enmore is that McDonald's tried an outlet there, but the locals are so proud of their independent shops and restaurants that it completely flopped. Foxy had got us tickets to see Jamie T at the Enmore Theatre, a brilliant venue, kind of like a smaller Brixton Academy. James T was on fine form. I haven't seen a crowd so rowdy for quite some time. And his take on the Diana Ross disco classic Upside Down was the perfect end to our Australian adventure. Thanks for listening to episode 18 of the Travel Podcast, folks. Thanks to everyone who made our time in Australia such a good one. Special thanks to Muzzo who showed me the meaning of true love. Next week, I'll be in New Zealand. Take care, everyone. Lots of love, especially to you, Muzzo. Bye-bye.